Hello, welcome to Living Without Limits, our fun and informative podcast about the Arboretum Villas at Plymouth Place in LaGrange Park, Illinois. I'm your host, Nitsa Foundas. Joining us today are our friends from Pepper Construction, Todd Beldaki, Group Superintendent, and Steve Brower, Project Executive. Welcome, Todd and Steve. Good afternoon. Thanks for having us. Did I pronounce your name right? You did. Hallelujah. I I struggled with that. And you know, people Mm -hmm. screw up my name all the time. (laughs) Okay. So you two are part of the amazing construction team that is bringing the Arboretum Villas to life. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourselves? I'll start. So Steve Brower, I'm the project executive for Pepper Construction. I would say my emphasis on the construction out here would be more so in the financial and um, I want to say paperwork, but you know <laughs> the the daily uh, task revolving mm-hmm. um, submittals and mm-hmm. just all the overall paperwork to make the project run smoothly. So, Steve, how long have you been with the company? I've been with Pepper for eighteen years. No way. Yes, I've told you this before. You're aging really well. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, no, Steve. We're really no. happy to have you. All right. Come on, big guy. Yeah, Todd. So Todd Baldocki with Pepper Construction. I've uh, been a superintendent for Pepper. I'm, group superintendent is my new position with Pepper. Uh, just got actually promoted on this job. So they found value in myself working for the company for 28 years. Dang. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. It's definitely a unique story for myself. My name, it goes a long way with Pepper. Um, my father was a, um, a predominant superintendent with Pepper. I have two brothers that are with Pepper right now. Mm-hmm. All, three of them, uh, all three of us are superintendents for Pepper right now. So it's pretty cool. 28 cool. years. You've seen a lot. You've done a lot. You've, Absolutely. You've experienced a lot. Yeah, more than most know. Has the industry really changed? Would you guys say that it's evolved and changed over the years? Constantly changing. Yeah. Yes. It is constantly changing. GPS Mm -hmm. is now a a big technology aspect in construction. Uh, You're able to use satellite imaging. You're able to use GPS, which is running machines um, to get you to specific grades, you know, in dirt and soils and everything else. So, So the technology is far beyond what we thought 20 years ago would be today. Uh, we're building panels, we're building walls out you know, at a different site, and then we're bringing them here, and they're already built. They already have the windows on, they already have a skin component of the outside of the building on, and they're being set right in place. This allows us to do a building in weeks that 20 years ago, they would be out here cutting in the rain and, and trying to construct it in the weather where we have the opportunity to be building it uh, off-site. Well, I know we've been very fortunate with the weather here in in LaGrange Park, Illinois, right? I mean, there there hasn't been too many down days in which the construction hasn't been able to evolve. So I know that the founders, which are the folks that have invested in their future, they can't wait to move in. So Thinking of them in particular, where are things currently at today? The four-story building is constructed right now. We're under a roof, and we're actually starting the finishes on the inside of the building. 
Uh, on these particular structures, we start to, to go top down on the building. So right now we're actually starting drywall on the, on the fourth floor and also on the third floor. And then we're going to slowly work our way down to the second floor and the first floor with the drywall on the interior. So that's a big step from where we were a couple of months ago even. It's a big step and it's a big milestone for us here at the site to understand that there's drywall trucks, supply trucks that are rolling into this complex while we're still building other buildings. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that That's is a good very concept. cool. You're yeah. not kidding. It is. To put it in perspective, we started foundations, which means you know we're digging down into the ground, pouring concrete. That all gets covered up. We started that in November. Of last year. Of 22. Mm-hmm. And... My math is correct. It's about five and a half months. We're here today in the middle of April, and we have uh, three of the four structure of three of the four villas up, and that doesn't even take into account the Center for Healthy Living or the building addition that's going to have all those great amenities like a pool and everything else. That's also um, the structure is done and we're under roof. So a lot of work. In five and a half months. Amazing. Before we get into the nitty gritty, though, mm-hmm. I'd like to turn it over because one of the things that's most important for the listeners to hear is why did you pick this project? What did it mean to you? So I don't care who goes first, um, but yes. I'll take this one. So actually around the same time when Pepper was um, seeking this project uh, to get the award on it, uh, we were also chasing another senior living project, and I had the best feeling about Plymouth Place. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. Just the how the interview went, that whole process, um, meeting all the staff members of Plymouth and who was going to be involved with the project, um, I got a really good feeling from it. Um, we ended up we ended up getting both projects. Uh, Plymouth Place was hands down the project I wanted to do. So I told our VPs at the time that. Um, I wanted to do Plymouth. And the reasons were because of the staff and because of the blank palette that I had to build this beautiful complex. And the other component for me was um, the buildings. And all too often in this business, senior living, independent living, there's a lot of one building, you know, one larger building. This had, uh, I mean, we've already spoke about it. It was, it's five separate buildings, six, if you want to talk about the the parking garage and the green roof that's going to go over the top of it. Uh, it just, just having that diversity in those types of buildings was really interesting to me. And it, it had a feel of individual homes, which really, it was just cool. Uh, just, I can't wait till, um, you know, the residents are moving in and uh, to see how happy they are with the place. There certainly will be some tears that'll be shed that day, <laughs> uh, but you, you know, you both have a, a name, a great name, and a great reputation behind you. So we're grateful that you took this project on, and part of the design element was to make it something like no other. Right? We didn't want to be compared to another community that perhaps another project, and there is a lot of competition in the area. Let's just throw it out there. But this had to be different. It is. 100%. 100%. This is different than, you know, all the competition that's out there. Like I mentioned, it, it's just I, there's nothing out there right now with multiple buildings that are all connected um, with all of the amenities. 
It is more than a place to live, and I'm so glad that you, you said that, Steve. It is where you can thrive and do things that you've maybe set aside but never had the opportunity and the convenience of, of having these opportunities at arm's length. And here it is. You have everything at your disposal, a resort-style living, turnkey solution, travel if you want. Know that when you're gone, you don't have to worry about who's cutting the grass. Am I springing a leak in the basement? Right? So it's all of these things. How many workers do we have on the project now, Todd? And how many will there be in the future? So right now we're at about 150 guys on a job right now anticipating about 200 to 225 guys at our peak. Um, so that's going to be an interesting spin for me on how to figure out how to park all these guys. That's wow. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it really is great for the local economy. You know, which is great. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just yeah. just totally amazed how quickly this project is immensing. And, and this is what is giving all the founders uh, butterflies because – when can we move in? I want to move in next month. I would have been here two months ago. What do you mean I have to wait till January? I mean, but there's things that we have to go through, process we have to go through when you're dealing with you know, uh, 59 villas. You have to have the city do their inspection and give you the okay before you can start pulling up the moving vans, right? Yeah. You know, that it's an interesting point to talk about the village, to be honest with you, because um, that's the other thing that drew me to the project. The the staff from the village, uh, the inspectors, the fire chief, all super good people, just super good people to deal with. It's actually been one of the most pleasant relationships I've had with the villages that I've worked and uh, done buildings with. So, yeah, I'm super happy about that. Now I was just going to say kudos to the Lagrange Park and their staff. Yeah, Lagrange. I mean, Park. they're phenomenal. Yeah, the they mayor just, is amazing. Very supportive of yeah, Plymouth right. Place. Yeah. So with that, I'd like you to talk a little bit about the pond and the well. I know that you know there's a lot of things that went on with that. I'm sure you have some stories or something to share with the listeners on that. Sure. Yeah. The. The, 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 the pond, it was seeing its age. Um, with ponds, there's a lot of sediment, a lot of things that happen that if they're not filtrated correctly over time. Um, so what we did last fall is uh, we completely transformed that pond. We, we excavated that pond, and it's a brand new pond. It, it's not the same. So it, how deep is it? Six feet deep, not just in one spot. I mean, it's six feet deep for the entire um, time. Obviously, at the edges, it's not six feet deep. It's only in the middle. But um, the pond grew um, by three times, I would say. And um, just it, it, it's pretty fascinating to see uh, just the walkways that are going to be around the pond and all the enjoyment. There's so much shoreline for the pond right now. Um, but I guess the other thing I'd say about that pond is it's more of just, it's, it's more than just a habitat. It's a retention pond. The well is, um, it's a 200 and I think 75 foot long pipe that goes down into bedrock through bedrock actually. And, uh, gets to uh, some great water, but that well is going to provide water for all of the landscaping 
that uh, we will be putting in over the summer and in the fall this year. The well is uh, going to save $20,000 a month in, in water cost for Plymouth Place. And the return on investment um, from the, obviously the initial construction um, is figures, figured to be six months. So uh, if anybody is interested in return on investment, that is uh, amazing to, to have your investment paid for in six months. That is amazing. Thanks, Steve. You spoke a little bit about the rooftop garden. And would you say this is a unique feature in the design element of a community like this? It's it's actually the the part of the construction I'm looking forward to the most, to be honest with you. Tell me more. Yeah. So when we when we started looking at the plans and we saw that it was a precast parking garage, a ground level parking garage, and then looking at the design, saying, "Man, there's a big footprint on top of this garage. What's going on here?" And you start looking at the drawings, and you're like, "Holy cow! Look at this! the 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 amount of landscaping that's up there, even the amenities." Um, that's associated with that green roof. So you got a putting green, you have a fire uh, fire pit where everybody can gather around and have a nice fire in the evening time. You have a pergola, you have a grill area. And then the thing that, that gets me the most is the villas um, have club rooms. And those club rooms are attached to the green roof itself. So club rooms being a card room, it's got its own little kitchen, a little dining area where you can go out after you have your your meal or your snack and go out on the green roof and just take a walk. It's big enough where you can actually take a walk and get some exercise. It's oh awesome. My. Yeah. Is there anything else unique that is setting us apart as it relates to the construction of the Arboretum Villas? I. I personally think we touched on some of the aspects of it. Um, I, I think what's unique, uh, number one, is the the new style of building that we alluded to earlier, where it's a, a younger scene, and bringing that into a concept of an existing building that's absolutely beautiful. The landmark of the existing building is beautiful. As you come down LaGrange Road, it's like, oh, my God. It's like the White House. Look at this thing. Steve and I were talking. It's It's a gem. It's really a gem behind this beautiful built building. Um, so that's unique to me, but also the connecting links um, that link all the buildings together. That's huge to me. If I was coming into a community, um, I would want to see continuity between all the buildings. I think it would be super important to me to have that continuity where I wouldn't have to go out in the rain to get myself to the pool to enjoy my amenity that I'm paying for, Right. Well, now I don't. I can go in a covered walkway. It's a link. It's going to be beautiful, fully conditioned. It's great. I think that's that's really unique to me. It's amazing to me that you have these independent structures, yet they're tied together. I wouldn't want to just be in my own home. I want to be around people and have that social uh, aspect. And this this project allows that. The ability to be able to visit one another, walking through an enclosed a walkway to and from the the Center for Healthy Living or the main Plymouth Place building is so important. It was so important that they didn't feel that they had to get in their car and drive to the main building or that it is walkable, that it's not that far. Mm -hmm. And so that was a huge selling feature. So I know that we've identified one Magnolia Den Villa style 
that will be on the first floor in the four-level building where we'd like to showcase all of the finishes that people can actually come in and see. Do you have a timeline of when that will be ready to showcase? May 10th is the date that we're going to have that unit completely constructed and have the design team out, including Plymouth Place, to review that unit to make sure that we've implemented all the design and the proper fabulous finishes that you guys are speaking of Mm -hmm. to make sure that um, our construction is matching your thoughts. So let's, speaking of timelines, the big, the big drum roll. Woohoo! So when do you anticipate this, com- this project be completed where our residents can start moving in and enjoying all of this beautiful stuff that's coming their way? So we're, Good news uh, for the board or uh, you know anyone at Plymouth Place uh, listening is uh, we are we are on track we are on schedule we are on budget and um, we are moving forward for a project overall project completion at the end of this year. Oh, that's fabulous. Well, thanks so much for joining me, Todd and Steve. If you'd like to know more about our beautiful villas and resort lifestyle, please give us a call at 708-482-6634. You can also visit arboretumvillas.org to sign up for one of our events. Or better yet, stop by our design center at 26 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange and say hello to Shelley. Thank you so much everyone for tuning into Living Without Limits. We look forward to talking with you again. Until then, I'm Nitsa Foundis. Hey, Todd, there's a nickname floating around for you. I wanted to say that on what the podcast. It? Teddy Bear. Come on. Yeah. Really? Did you? You knew that. Ask those guys out there. <laughs> there ain't no Teddy know? Bear out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>